Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's definitely noticeable when you're on the floor. Let me, let me also answer that question. You know, you asked the same sort of question, the same family of question last time, uh, where you assume things that are not true. When you just mentioned, you know, blowing these teams out, that's never happened. So I don't know where you get that. So, can I finish? No. Can I finish? You're saying that's not true. Your average margin. Can I finish my statement? Can I, can I finish my statement? When you talk, are you going to let me finish my statement or not? So you'll be quiet now while I talk, and then I'll listen to you. When you make statements about, in the past, just blowing out these other teams, number one, you give no respect to the other teams. And I talked to you last time about the same thing. We've had very close games against four or five countries in all these tournaments. So the good teams do not get blown out. There are certain games that might happen in one of the tournaments in the World Championship, the Olympics, where somebody gets blown out. But in general, nobody's blowing anybody out for the good teams. So when you make a statement like that, it's like you assume that's what's going on, and that's incorrect. Man, I find Greg Popovich irritating sometimes, and this is one of those times. Greg, you, you lost not only lost a game yesterday, but it is the first time, the <laughs> first time, like never happened before because before 1992 they didn't let professional athletes play. So this is the first time. No, they didn't let NBA professional athletes Whatever. Play. This is the first time that, this has happened, that they've lost two games in a row. Are you going to let me finish my statement or they not? They had only lost two exhibition games, period, end of sentence. Since 1992, before so, you'll be this. Quiet so, so don't now. go that, oh, you know, everybody's good. And, uh, you know, we played some close games in these tournaments. And do it in such a mocking tone where I'm sure, Austin, who was the, who was the reporter? No Joe Varden. Joe Varden. I'm sure Joe's just sitting there going, am I taking crazy pills? Or, <laughs> or did you just lose for the second time in a row in international play? I talked to you last time about the same thing. I mean that it's such a, I mean to it's it's just such a terrible answer. That's so annoying. I mean it's so annoying. But Team USA, Gordon, only interesting when they lose, have lost again. Yes, first to Nigeria and now to Australia. Good on you, Joe Ingles, but uh, bad on uh, uh, USA basketball. And uh, I. I, I think what Greg Popovich is saying there is, is look, the world has gotten better. We get that. But the USA shouldn't be losing to Nigeria and Australia, okay? I mean, let's say it the way it is here. And it can happen on occasion. I get it. There's some fluke stuff you know, that goes once on. once a decade. But <laughs> I'm really starting to wonder about Greg Popovich. No, here's here's what he's doing. And, and I, I actually totally get it because the media sometimes loses, uh, doesn't think about what they're saying about the other team when they ask those questions, right? When they ask, like, how, how can you lose the second game in a row? They do it in such a, like, grand style, like, mm-hmm. how in the, on earth is this possible? It's, it, it's a complete insult to the other team, right? But so Greg turns into that, right, and goes, how dare you? How dare you say that about our opposition? All these teams are good. But the, what he's doing is dodging the question 
to to give you a perspective that you can't really argue with because the guy not trying to trash Team Australia or Team Nigeria. He's trying to ask how Team USA can do something that hasn't happened before. And and it, it, oftentimes we don't we don't think of that. I I try to think of that sometimes, but I, oftentimes I'm I'm guilty of this as well. You, you, you what are you saying about the other person with your question? Because it is an insult to Team Australia and Team Nigeria, but it, it's it's an insult because it doesn't happen very often. So Greg's turning into that spin, and what's what's the reporter supposed to say? Well, yeah, I I understand. Uh, Greg Popovich is trying to put uh, Joe on on the defensive. He's trying and, to spin a bad loss. Yeah, he's doing what coaches do in every post game after just, every but, bad but, loss. But, but, but that's just stupid. He's I mean, the way he does it is annoying. Yeah, I mean it's just uh, what what the average margin of victory for. Uh, Team USA, in the last two Olympics, if you combined them, I think it's something like 30 points. You know, I mean, th- th- this is not what um, <laughs> USA basketball should not be losing to Nigeria and Australia. I understand that they have NBA players on there. You have NBA all-stars on this team. And I understand that the other teams, like the Boomers, I mean, they've been playing together for a long time. They understand each other. And I like the fact that something more than just talent comes into play in in victory and loss. But I I just – I'm not that impressed with, uh, with Popovich, his coaching in the last while. I understand he's a Hall of Famer and all that stuff. But I, I got to wonder a little bit about what's going on with, uh, with uh, USA basketball. I mean – Wait, I, I, I get it. These other teams are better. They're, they're better than they were. They're not better than Team USA. And when you look at the talent on Team USA versus the talent on these other teams, and I'm taking into consideration the, you know, working together and all that, come on. Damian Lillard and Kevin Durant should not be losing to Patty Mills. I mean, come on. So, Okay. What you're getting into there is actually what Joe was asking Greg Popovich about. And that is the interesting part of this story because it doesn't happen very often. So why is it happening? Yeah. And it's not simply, well, the other team is good, too, like you're pointing out right there. Let's dig into what is the matter with Team USA? Well, uh, okay. Uh, the way I look at it is as talented as this team is, it seems as though what what they did when they compiled this team is they got a bunch of really gifted ISO scores. All right. Hey, do you agree with me so far? Yeah, yeah. I was going to let you go. I have my oh. own thoughts on that for sure. So, yeah, yeah. So, I don't I mean, disagree. And, and they are great scorers, but you saw it in the game so far that uh, when it came time to – to work together as a team and to utilize some defense, the team just sort of, well, they got outscored against Australia 11-1 to down the stretch, right? I mean, and so what do you do when your ISO scores aren't scoring? You lose. <laughs> and you got to play some defense. They, they, they did well in the first, well, they did better in the first half, but then they, they couldn't sustain it. And there's a lot of talk about how the boomers have been together for a long time and they know each other better and there's this cohesion on the team. And, I, and, and yeah, I think that's true to some extent. Uh, 
But I, I, I don't necessarily like the way this team was put together, Team USA. And I do think that they can overcome it. Maybe. I'm not sure. I think they can. Just because they are talented enough basketball players to be able to, to overcome it. Maybe. But I, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, we saw what happened in 2004. So, so I, I think you're, I think you're right on the money. In fact, let me, let me uh, add to what you're talking about. I, I definitely agree. It's a poorly constructed roster for international play. But I mean, how many people opted out? No off season, mm-hmm. weird circumstance. It's, it's really tough to blame them that much. And, 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 you, and I like what you just said there because. Blaming guys for essentially volunteering to do this. Yeah. And I understand they, they, there are some benefits to them personally, branding wise and all that sort of thing. But it's still it's so it's, anyway. hard, it's hard to rip them when when they're you it's know, not this their, is their time. Yeah. They, so the roster is is definitely not constructed very well. And I think you're right on with the 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 one on one. And I was trying to think uh, of the best way to put this, you know, a, a cleverly thought out analogy. And here's what I came up with. OK. All right. So when, back in my fraternity playing days, uh, we played a lot of foosball. Okay? okay. It was kind of our thing. It was our game. We played a lot of foosball. So, but on our table, we had a lot of spe- specific rules in addition to your traditional Such as. foosball rules. Uh, little stuff I like. spin them. Oh, so, well, that's, that's out across the board. <laughs> if you're playing somebody with somebody who's spinning, then just stop. <laughs> That's like it just they don't know what they're doing. Not not worth your time, effort, or energy. Go find something else to do. Uh, For those of you who just joined us, we are comparing Olympic basketball to Jake's uh, fraternity foosball tournament. So okay, so long and short of it, it you couldn't score on the serve. All right, and, and probably the most major one is we the goals had to be clean, meaning they could not hit any other player but the goalie and go in and still count. So if you banked it off one of the forward guys and it somehow went in, we didn't count those goals. <laughs> you oh. had to, like, intentionally make a move and score a goal. Boy, you, you wouldn't know your like, guys could have played in the NHL. So any, anyway, this uh-huh. is specific stuff. Okay. We enjoyed it, whatever. All right. But you'd go downtown and play somebody at a bar where <laughs> anything goes, and you'd get your rear end handed to you. <laughs> okay. Because there aren't these you know specific things that you're used to in the yeah. way you've set up your very own game. Right? I see where you're going. So, you Although know, if I were making this analogy, the, 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 you would be brutalizing what I was saying. Well, then don't one up my analogy. It's simply that simple. <laughs> OK, it, it, keep that, going. Keep going. It. You're on. Uh, you got to flow. So going. in the NBA where you can't even breathe on a guy without uh, without getting a foul. And it's it's all about ISO because they're the world's greatest athletes and all that. And it's the simplest way to play when you have the best player on the floor in the rules that the NBA is constructed, which is very much intentional in my opinion, but you play in that circumstance and then you go over and Jonathan Tavenari and Hanson Scotty illustrated this really well. You play under FIBA rules where hand checking is a thing and hand is part of the ball and there's all this different stuff that makes physicality legal and you're set up to succeed in a system that that isn't conducive to. You know how you you know how you, uh, you you keep your guy in front of you in a one-on-one situation when he's better than you, Gordon. Oh, you grab him. <laughs> <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Well, that's old yeah. school. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you grab him. And you if that's a forearm it, shiver, might not hurt. If that's legal, it's going to change what you're able to do. 
And so I, I think that they can and will still win. I think they will figure it out because they're smart and they're really good at what they do. And Greg Popovich, as annoying as he is, he is a good basketball coach. And they'll start more ball movement and figure out how to attack the zones where everybody's in the paint and how to maximize the shooting that is on the team. Yeah. They'll figure it out. But right now, you're, told, you're 100% right. My long-winded way of agreeing with you. Too many one-on-one players on this roster construction, and the international game is set up to stop that, to limit that. And so they're going to have to figure out a different way to play. Interesting, Jake. Isn't it interesting that the international game is set up to inhibit pure talent? I guess you could. That's one way to look at it, sure. Mm -hmm. Because it is a team game after all, and more so a team game internationally, it would seem. So... Those Americans are soft. Well, you know, they need to, like Draymond Green needs to get used to the rules and well, take it to the next level. I mean, there, there, there is some, like, I hate the whole term, like, they've got a mesh, Gordon. Yeah. You know, like, it's this, you know, they, they just need to get to know each other. <laughs> this, you know, like, basketball is this cute little game of, you know, they just, you know, they, if they. Where if do they, you like to receive your passes? If they, you know? if they spend more time together meditating. <laughs> then they would be more connected. But, a but, I, but, but I have a question but, that might shoot a hole in what you're saying. But that, my point is that that's true to a certain extent, okay. where you've got to figure out the rules and figure out how you're going to play. But Nigeria had NBA players. Australia had some NBA players. How are they able to make the adjustment? But Team USA, not so much. Because the game plan they're bringing to the table is better. So the coaching is better. At the moment. At least the game planning is better. You know, Popovich has got to figure out how he can operate with this group of guys under those rules. Whereas these international teams, sure, have been playing together a little bit, but they've also been preparing for the the game planning for this a heck of a lot more than guys who were playing in the NBA three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So I do think it's different in, in that way. Do you think the guys who are missing because they're playing in the NBA Finals will help solve the problem? Or will they be so burned out and tired that they really won't be able to jump right in and uh, and help? I don't know. Uh, uh, I mean, they're, they're great players, so you got to think that they would help. But I don't know what kind of condition you know they're, uh, they're going to be in. The, I have the, no clue. This is what's difficult for, your, for most American fans. They're sitting in, and looking at this team – Going, Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, guys like Bradley Beal. What? How is a team like that losing to Nigeria? You know, it doesn't. It does. I. I everything that you just said makes perfect sense, but it's hard for American basketball fans to wrap their minds around this whole concept. Okay, I I get that. So let me come up with a really extreme thing. Okay, if a basketball player shows up to a football game trying to play basketball, <laughs> they're probably going to lose. You know, Damian Lillard beating his guy one-on-one and going into three guys waiting in the paint mm-hmm. is going to be more difficult because the rules are different. So if he gets around the guy who's grabbing him in the first place and then runs into the rest of the team, it's going to be tough. They have to – square peg round hole is what I saw last night. I yeah. think that's fair. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll shout out Tavernari again. He made the point that Clay Thompson would be the perfect player for this team 
for a variety of reasons. I mean, he plays defense. Yeah, and, yeah how about big that? and long and whatever. Uh-huh. But he can score without possessing the ball. You know, without dominating the basketball, he can put up 20 to 30 points a night. And that's, you know, they need, uh, you know, guys that can, if they work the ball around the perimeter of the basketball you love and get that open shot, uh, that can, can bang it down. But the, the I'm going to dribble the ball for the entire game, it's, it's not going to work. So they got to come around to that. They got to figure out. So, okay, so that leads to the next question, Jake. With these talented players Team USA has, can they make that leap? Can they make that adjustment? Will they play defense? Will they share the ball? Will they catch and shoot? Ah, uh, Gordon, now you're you're going down the the complicated trail of ego, <laughs> and probably why coaching these types of teams is quite difficult. Because who do you say, "Hey, dude, you're being a little selfish." <laughs> hey. Uh, uh, hey there, Damian Lillard. Uh, you're great, but we're going to need you to shoot and handle the ball less. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd, like, I'd like to be a fly on the wall for that. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. But but so what you're what you're saying is seems simple. Like, <laughs> well, pass the darn ball. But in in application, I think it's a little more complicated because. Of the, the mentality that you pointed out yeah. so astutely that, well, pff, Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, they can play one on five and still win. Well, they think that too. Who's got the best handle? Who's the best passer on this team? I mean, can uh, you name me let's one? Let's see. Because, I mean. Draymond Green is probably Draymond, your answer. Well, Draymond but. Green plays defense. I mean, but uh, who who can – who can help set up the other guys? Do you have the roster in front yeah, of you? Yeah, supposedly Zach Levine, I guess. But is he going to be a major player on this team? Down mm-hmm. the, um, Because here, I'll just go down from last night. Kevin Durant, you can do a little bit of that, but that's certainly not his game. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Grant, Draymond Green, we talked about Bradley Beal. No, Damian Lillard. That's yeah, not, not traditionally much, how he's played. And they're not getting much defense. No. Jason Tatum, not really. Uh, Bam Adebayo, a little bit, but not really his role on the team. Yeah. Um, Zach Levine. Now, see, now we're getting down the roster of guys that just aren't going to have an impact. Hmm. And who's who? Are we waiting on. We're waiting on uh, Middleton and Booker. Kevin Booker. Who, Neither as Chris Mannix pointed out, may not be awake when they yeah. get to Tokyo. And and Booker can do a little bit of that, but that's not really his game either. I think. What they need is, is you know, uh, Coach Snyder and his philosophy. That's what they need. They need, you know, we're going to work and take the first open shot we get. Not the we're clearing out and getting out of the way. Because under the rules, the other team doesn't have to clear out and get out of the way. <laughs> That's very succinctly put. <laughs> it's just frustrating for American basketball fans because they know who's got the most talent. And for it not to come to fruition on the floor against this caliber of competition. And Popovich can say all he wants that these teams are formidable in every way, shape, or form. They are better. They have improved. They shouldn't be beating Team USA. And I think these, I think you're right, what you said originally, Jake, that these guys are good enough to make that adjustment if, if they will. Right. If they swallow some pride and actually decide they want to, but uh, but I'm surprised that Popovich and uh, 
Colangelo and whoever else is putting this roster together. And I get they get they got turned down by some guys, but you think that they would have, you know, understood the international game, understood the rules, and and piece this thing together with that in mind. And you got to play some defense, folks. Yeah, well, I, as you once famously put, don't hold your breath. <laughs> Exactly. All right. Well, that's the split story of the day on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Split story brought to you by Sound Sleep Medical. Do you snore at night or are you currently using a CPAP machine to treat sleep apnea? Sound Sleep Medical can improve your life. Visit soundsleepmedical.com today. We'll have more big show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.